This is not audible. I know. I'm not reading a book. Jeez. This is Derek. And this article that I wrote like two millennia ago. Actually, when did I write this? 2017, y'all. It's called Crossing the Line. Not your mom's sales advice. You know what? Actually, it probably would be your mom's sales advice. And I am pretty excited about this one because I'm going to read you this article. I'm going to give you a bunch of insight as I go through where I was coming from, maybe unless I hit a stride and I just keep going. But uh, the whole thing I'm going to read to the Dr. Dre 2001 instrumental, which I found coincidentally on Apple Music. I'm a loyalist. All right. You ready? Let's jump right in. So I got this picture of me on the cover of this. Uh, you can, it's funny, you can see in the, the sunglasses I'm wearing, my wife taking the photo. We are on the beach in probably Gulf Shores. We go to Gulf Shores a lot, or did. And every time we go to the beach, you know, I'm this guy. I don't drink. I don't really party anymore. So I always try to be a goofball on the beach when I'm awake because, you know, dad goes to bed early. Uh, so I wear like a wig. I wear like a my, my sailor hat, my navy hat, um, captain's hat, I should say. I don't know why I said navy hat. Captain's hat. We were playing beach volleyball and I fell in the sand. I mean, it was like 2,000 degrees. My beard is just covered in beach sand. I'm like, hey, hon, get a picture of me. She's like, you're such a dork. And I'm like, I know. So anyways, not your mom's sales advice, but probably your mom's sales advice. Not your mom's at all. I know you're confused. But this is how I'm going to start the article. Not your mom's at all. Actually, it was a friend of mine from college. He's an all-time homie who is chock full of one-liners. Do you have a friend who's got a bunch of one-liners and you secretly wish that you were as clever as them? Well, uh, one-liners that would always shtick. In college, we laughed at them because he would insert them in the most opportune moments as if he scripted it. I'm guessing the typical buzz we had going on didn't help us forget them either. And let me tell you, they always came across as hysterical. Now, after years spent in both sales and marketing, I can't help but think of how some of those one-liners are so relevant to my career nearly 17 years later. Technically, it's a lot longer than that because I wrote this in 2017. And I can't do math. So here are the top, here are the top four one-liners that I can recall. Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. Three quick ones. I'll bet my life on it. And number four, I mean, this was adopted early by all of us. And I lived with like six guys. See ya. The trick is you're just saying see ya, right? But you're really going to extend this one out. See ya. Sometimes you'd say it really quietly like, Typically, it's right after you get smoked playing video games or something. I'll, I'll get into a specific example here. To best understand how these phrases were typically used, I'm going to insert them into a story about a competitive game of foosball. We had uh, an 85-game series over the course of a month back in college. And the series, we had to make sure it was long enough to prove who actually was the better foosball player. It was 2v2 to see who got to keep the foosball table because we knew after that year, you know, we probably weren't going to live together again. So, and we didn't. So here you go. You ready? Derek, it's nine, seven game point. You're going down, dude. 
EW, which is in Eric Wagon. Eric, if you're listening, what up? Eric would say, don't worry about me, worry about yourself. Then Derek would say, of course, I'm referring to myself in the third person. Okay, hustle it up so you can get me a fresh beer. Sure, just need three quick ones. In the meantime, the score changes from 97 to 98 and from 98 to 99. Then I would say, dude, I'll let you score so you wouldn't feel bad. You're never going to win. Eric Wigan would then say, want to bet? I'll bet my life on it. In the meantime, Wigan winds up with a ricochet off my goalie and into the back of the goal. Then he would yell, boom, 10-9 winner, and he'd walk away, and all you'd hear is, see ya. Meanwhile, his teammate, Jason Wolf, would look over at me and go, see ya. Light up a cigarette, grab a beer, and hit the living room to watch the Phillies play. Scott Rowland played for the Phillies at the time. It's an inside joke. Okay, now we got a picture of Snoop Dogg. Aren't you in sales? Is the typical reaction I get when someone responds to what my team and I post on social media. Sure, is the word I would normally use if, in fact, I respond. After all my years in sales and marketing, here's my thought process. How many workflows are you currently in? The answer is more than likely you don't know, but I would guarantee it's several, maybe even hundreds. Actually, now it's probably a million. Do me a favor and scroll through your email and count up the number of messages that are not from a colleague or from someone you know. Congrats, y'all. You're in somebody's workflow. Somewhere you interacted or you engaged with their content. That's called marketing. As the director of brand engagement, which I was at the time, my team at the time put out content, albeit slightly different from our marketing team, as a means to start a conversation. The difference with sales is that it is a cadence or a sequence. Think of it this way. How does Snoop Dogg get ready for the day? After waking up at 10 o'clock in the morning, he stretches, hits the bath to wash up, talks talks to himself in the mirror, files his fingernails, applies lotion to his skin, takes a bubble bath, washes his hair, applies cool water cologne, and puts on his white socks with the all blue chucks. Stepped out the house. Oh, no. Okay. Our exact cadence I wouldn't share with anyone. That's only for my team and me. Yet, I will share with you the thought process that goes into our cadence and why, in my experience, it's these specific guidelines that make a salesperson successful in 2017 and in 2022, although it's slightly changed. Sales, guys, is a popularity contest. And if you want to fight me for that, come on over and let's do it. All right, sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I beg to differ. Okay, well, how about this? The way a salesperson adds value, oh, here's your jam. The way a salesperson adds value is significantly different than it was five years ago. Social media, for one thing, is everywhere, not to mention the amount of content that is accessible for anyone. You can now go online and find any piece of information you want for free. The one thing you have that no one else has is easy. It's you. Your success can be directly related to your ability to see and be seen by others. My vision for my team was always to be top of mind anytime someone hopped on LinkedIn. So we post often. Most days we post upwards of three times. And just last month, I ran into one of my LinkedIn connections at the grocery store. He was the director of marketing for a Target company of ours. We had never met in person and he wanted me to know 
that all he ever sees on LinkedIn is our content and appreciates what we're doing over here. Boom! See ya. Nobody remembers the normal kid. Nobody remembers the normal kid. Nobody remembers the normal kid. So what's, in, what's, so what's normal? Well, if all you do is post about your company, you risk becoming white noise. Think of it this way. How many friend requests did you get from high school classmates that you don't remember? How about that kid who streaked the football field during homecoming? That kid who played receiver on the football team and Romeo in the school play? How about that girl who jammed a piece of candy up her nose on a dare? Yeah, friend requests accepted all day. Everybody needs a brand. If you can take 30 seconds to tell me why I should engage with what you've shared. If you can take 30 seconds to tell me why I should engage with what you shared, why should I take 10 minutes to read it? Your personal brand isn't your LinkedIn profile. It's what you say about the things you share. No context equals no read. Networking is spelled incorrectly. That's big bold letters in the article. What do you do is the dumbest question you could ever ask someone. I know, right? It's making you mad like crazy. Think of it this way. What's the first thing you said to your wife when you met? That's a better approach every single time. When you start a conversation out with the question, what do you do? You're just labeling yourself as someone with an agenda. This is especially true at functions where networking is present. I mean, gross. All you do in those situations is talk about the shrimp cocktail. It's huge. Networking is now spelled V-O-L-U-N-T-E-E-R-I-N-G. I tried to say that to the beat of the song. Get yourself out there and donate some of your time. And don't ever bring up work. Just introduce yourself and smile. And if you don't have to ask them a question, who are you? Just introduce yourself and smile. And if you do have to ask them a question, who are you is much better if positioned correctly. All right, that was tough for me to read. How's that networking working for you? And I got this video where uh, Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec looks up this website. It's like, network connectivity. Okay, that was dumb. Next bold statement. Trust is the one thing that matters the most. Are you credible and are you reliable? What I mean is, are you able and will you follow through on your word? Last fall, I was called by an account executive who wanted nothing more than to prove the value of his product and what it could offer me. He even gave me a demo and he sent me fun infographics and Excel files backing up the data. The only issue is when we got into my role and what was important to me, he offered up a book he thought I should read and told me he would send it to me. Well, guess what? I never got that book and he never got the sale. Not exactly reliable in my opinion. The next point is relationships matter. Have a great day and hope all is well are banal platitudes. You don't really care. You're only saying those two things to get to your point. So if you want to show you care, write or say something more meaningful. Don't be afraid of building a relationship with a client unless, of course, you don't believe in what you do. Thursday, I'm having my regular scheduled lunch with a friend. When he was a client of mine two years ago, his account was by far the biggest I've ever had. 
We're going to pray together before we eat. Believe that. So when it comes to sales, what is your process for attracting someone to your workflow? This is prospecting, right? Is it a few cold calls, a few cold emails, LinkedIn posts, a creative in-mail? Don't get me started on those. Or maybe even a blog. In what order exactly works best for you? LinkedIn can have so much potential for making connections with great people for learning and for personal development, except we argue over who is using it correctly and if there are rules listed somewhere. I mean, shut up. I'm not here to argue whether your process works or doesn't work. In fact, I genuinely hope your process does. Just don't make a judgment on results you haven't seen. If you did, our conversation might sound something like this. You, aren't you in sales? Me, sort of, why? You, well, I see what you post and it's irrelevant. Me, oh really, that's weird. Did you see the three quick ones I posted on LinkedIn? You, yeah, that would never work though. None of them talk about what you or do or how you help me. Well, I disagree, in fact, I'll bet my life on it. You, okay, sure, suit yourself, me. Look, don't take this the wrong way, but don't worry about me, baby, worry about yourself. In the meantime, I'll walk away, turn my back, smile, and I'll just drop a see ya, like right at the foosball table. If you're in a sales role and you're interacting with people on this platform, you may want to stop asking others why they post what they post and start looking inward. Ask yourself, what is my cadence? Let that sink in. What is your cadence? I bet you don't even have one. It may be more worthy of thought rather than pointing out what's wrong with someone else's. Just a deep thought though, boys. I'll be here all day. I'm going to insert a CTA here. Just kidding. You know what? Just follow Disruptor. All right, I'm out.